This call is being recorded. Hello, and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Bob Lichenbert, author of multiple books regarding meaning, lots of meaning, making more meaning, have a life full of meaning. And we're going to talk about those meanings today. Bob, are you there? Yes, John, I'm here. Very good. Very good. Thank you for being uh, on my show today, Bob. Well, thank you for being interested in what really matters in life. Not many people are. <laughs> well, you, you, if you, you kind of have to be that way, as far as I'm, that's my viewpoint. You've got to be involved with that kind of thing, otherwise, you're missing out on a whole lot. You are missing out a lot, but you're the exception. Um. I mean, if you're not interested in what matters, you're you're missing a lot, as you say, but you're the exceptional person who is interested in what matters truly. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me um, give them your background. You were, uh, uh, you're a a philosopher, um, taught philosophy. You have a a PhD from um, Tulane in New Orleans. Um, being being in the Southwest, people know where Tulane is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I see that you've taught, um, gosh, North Adams, uh, Massachusetts, Charleston, South Carolina, a place which I, is dear to my heart. I really like that place. Mm. Uh, such history. And um, you now reside in your hometown, which is uh, Chicago. Did I get all that? That's right. Very good. The journal that you published is was initially called, was it The Meaning of Life? Yeah, it was a journal I put out quarterly. It will soon be available on Amazon. 62 issues I wrote, mostly myself. And published that. That's the a journal that was a quarterly journal That's about impressive. the meaning of life, which is very different, I think, <laughs> from making meaning. Let me uh, begin my end by uh, defining what I what what is meaning, and um, I think the best definition of meaning, according to the laws uh, laws of logic, which I taught many years. As I did teach 40 years in five states, but uh, according to the laws of logic, I think the best definition of meaning is um, the impact, the effect of something. And um, so everything has a meaning because everything has some effect or impact or relationship to something else. So it's the only idea, I think, universal that that uh, applies to everything. And then for making meaning is to 
try and make as much of this impact for good as a person can. You know, that's what I mean by making meaning, is to have a positive impact, beneficial impact for yourself and for others. We could get into that in a little while if you like. But I think making meaning is our greatest idea. What idea can be greater? And isn't that the reason why we are here on Earth, is to make as much meaning as we can? But uh, I started to uh, hit upon that idea, but then I discovered there's practically nothing written about making meaning itself directly explicitly, which would help a lot if talked about the um, phrase explicitly and you kept it in your mind rather than just imply it, which I think many people do imply it. But if you uh, know what it is and if you know about it, you'll be able to make a lot more meaning. But it is our greatest idea because why else are we here other than to do that? But but there's absolutely no research on it, no study, no publication. There is some on the meaning of life, some books on that. Um, but that's very different, as I said. That's the great grand purpose of your, li- your life. Making meaning is just doing good, as much good in, as you can in your daily life. Uh, do you have any more uh, questions about any of that? I say quite a bit. I do quite a bit. You know, when you first say that, uh, uh, when you first say the meaning of life, it <laughs> the, the the name Monty Python pops into my head. Oh, he was making fun of it. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, my uh, my my yeah. father-in-law. He um he was uh he's no longer with us anymore, but he uh he was a very faithful Catholic and my daughter his daughter, my wife, took him to see uh that movie and he just couldn't stop laughing. You know, he he laughed out loud the whole way through the movie. It was uh well, it's outstanding, outstanding, and that's the kind of meaning that life ought to have, you know. If you think about it, in a way, to uh, be heard. The meaning of life ought to have what? I'm sorry. To be heard. To be heard. Others to tune in to, you know, live your life, live it, live it up. Yeah, live it up fully and richly as you can, by doing as much good as you can. You know, for yourself, but you don't want to focus too much on that because uh, that gets self-centered. And I think we're way too self-centered in society today with all the economic problems we have. But um, we, we could also make meaning for other people by helping them meet their daily needs. And we should be proactive about that, you know. We should not wait for them to ask us. We should go out and try and uh, help others any way that we can. 
And um, that way, you almost double your meaning because you can make meaning by helping your neighbor or your family or your friends or your coworkers with meeting their needs. Um, you know, with their homes, their cars, their jobs. You know, there's many concrete, specific ways you can help others. But when you do that, um, you'd obviously help them, benefit them, at least with your friendship. But um, you also get some meaning out of that because you know you've helped others and you've made the world a slightly better place. Or as much as you could, you can, which is not a lot, of course. <laughs> but you did what you could. You did the most you could. So you get meaning out of helping others. Now, helping others it does take a lot of time, or some time, anyhow. And uh, it takes work and maybe money, and it's not easy. So, so a lot of people kind of. Avoid it, and that's why I call it escapes from making meaning. Mm -hmm. They're avoiding it. They're not thinking about it. They're keeping busy. They're playing on their phones. They're watching (laughs) vapid videos on television. Yeah, a lot of people about that. Yeah, a lot of them do that because making meaning is is not easy. As I say, but it's well worth the effort. It's richly rewarding. You know, sometimes I don't. I don't think that people really know what the, what the meaning is or what the meaning ought to be. Like you say, it's, you're driven by uh, cell phones or or the internet. Uh, you can get lost in it by you know not understanding what your purpose is. Finding purpose yeah, of integrity. They're escaping. They're avoiding even thinking about it. Uh, because the answers might not be good or might not involve work. Or might involve work. I'm, I'm not. But um, I don't think there's any fear. We shouldn't be afraid of that. I think the more you think about making meaning, the more meaning you'll make. And there's nothing better. As I said, Uh, but let me interrupt if you're a minute for a minute. Uh, are you using a um, a microphone of any any kind? No, not a microphone, but I'm on speakerphone. Um, okay, all right. If you could uh, continue directly speaking into the speakerphone, then I think we'll be okay. If you if you kind of stray your head back and forth, and sometimes it doesn't pick up uh, everything you say. I'm sorry. I want to make sure. Can you write it? I want to make sure. Sure, I can. I can hear that. Well, that makes work for you, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've worked like hard on. Well, I've worked hard on the topic and the existence of integrity, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a it's a tough nut. Let me tell you. You know, you you, you tell people. Yeah. I'm here to talk about integrity, and and do you have integrity? And of course, if you ask that question. Everybody says they've got integrity, you know, and then I ask them, well, where where do you keep it? And they, you know, then they start checking their pockets. Uh, (laughs) You know who that's a philosopher? That sounds like Socrates. 
Socrates went around Athens and asked the uh, Athenians, are you virtuous? And then he'd ask, they'd all say yes. Then he asked them what is virtue, and they didn't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, now, was that Socrates or Diogenes? Socrates. Diogenes is looking for an honest person. And he right. found him. <laughs> he never uh, did. He never did. He stood out there looking. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've I've got a picture hanging on one of my walls in in my office about Diogenes. Uh huh. Yeah, it's kind of a sad comment on humans, though. But I do think humans are very um, weak. You know, they can't do much. They're not good at ideas. They get bored right away, they fade out, lose attention. We're only good on emotions. You now we feel those strongly, but those are can be very irrational. They are irrational, that's all they are. To a degree to a large degree, you're right. Um and a lot of that comes from, you know, being self centered, as you were saying earlier. Not something that we practice on doing, but it seems like sometimes that that's what people are are, are trying to do. Oh yeah, many people are aiming just to satisfy themselves and could care less about others, because many people have big emotional problems that they can't be concerned about anything else, um, and they're just trying to survive. But I think. Um, their quest would be helped if they could realize that we're not here just to survive. That's what animals and plants are trying to do, and that's all they're trying to do. But humans need to aim at more than that. They need to try and prosper. Prosper um, by helping others, by aiming at the higher goals of life, at the sources of meaning. Uh, would you like me to talk a little bit about the sources of meaning? Yes, I was good. You're just getting ready to get there. Go ahead, start off. Well, um, in my first book, Making Meaning, I, um, I developed this idea fully that there are certain ways of living that can um, make meaning. There's certain avenues of making meaning that we should emphasize and be aware of and develop. Um, the first one is relationships in context with other humans and try and make those as, uh, as uh, rewarding as they can be. I have to go over this list quickly. Second is community. Try and belong to some community of people who have um, common goals and interests and they share these on a first-name basis with other people. Right. A third source of meaning is um, fulfilling work, rewarding work, we aim to get there as young as we can. 
uh, fourth is uh, money. <laughs> Having our financial needs met needs to be done. Uh, fifth is a search for the God of the spiritual, just searching for it. Uh, sixth is uh, intangible ideas like God, trying to know intangible truths, say about what is goodness, what is good, what is justice, um, what what is beauty. Oh, and that could be another source of meaning, beauty, artworks. That's a big one for me. You can make much meaning from art because that involves a lot of uh, imagination and creativity. And those are some of the main sources of meaning, making meaning. Well, I, think an, I think an important one is the uh, uh, genuine dialogue. Oh, yeah, I forgot that one. That's on my list. Yeah, very yeah. important. Yeah, that's that's right up Integrity's Alley. Pardon, pardon me? I said, that's right up Integrity's Alley. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. A good source on that, although he's difficult, is Martin Buber. The I in the thou, saying thou. He has very simple words, but the understanding them is quite difficult. But he does have a lot to say about uh, dialogue. Right. Right. You know, you're number seven, searching for God. That's a, that's a big one, a really big one. Yeah, you at least had to search all your life. Yeah, mm -hmm. It's hard. It can go back and forth, but it needs to keep going because it's way too big for our puny intellects. And we're not very good at ideas. We just well, we can't. need more, more of that. You know, we just need more of that. Less TV and more discussion, more thought, more ideas. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, and uh, I recommend in my books that if people want to know how to make meaning, they should read read um, books, read difficult material. And that will slowly but surely improve their intelligence and they'll be able to handle ideas much better but you got to work on it but it will work it will work if you take the time to do it mm -hmm. and it's well worth it to understand ideas because that's the only way we know the world we don't know it through emotions we're just reacting through emotions and we should be actors not reactors right Do you recall when you first realized you wanted to be a philosopher and to teach philosophy? Do you remember when that was? Well, it wasn't one moment, but I was, um, I had an alcoholic father and uh, he, uh, he left me with very little self-esteem. So I went to um, philosophy as I thought that was the way to um, learn things like that. And I saw a lot of it didn't really treat that. A lot of traditional philosophy was not about that. It was about abstract theoretical 
my ideas. I had to kind of pursue my own path um, in philosophy and try and do my own thinking on it because I didn't find it written in a book. I did find there was one dramatic moment where I knew when I wanted to make meaning. That's after I lost a job. I thought, but I, I didn't really lose it. <laughs> but I thought I lost a job at a prestigious university, Loyola in Chicago. I thought I lost my position there, and I was um, saddened by that. And I was holding my newborn son, and um, I said to myself, I just want to make meaning for him. And for me, that's all I want to do. And that's when I decided to make meaning. You know, it would be my path in life. Well, it's a pretty good path. Yeah, too bad not, more, not many um, more people are on it, as they say. Nobody's really written about it. Well, we need to think about it. Yeah, everyday people need to think about how they can make meaning in, in everything they do. Mm-hmm. You know, and try and maximize meaning. Well, I think that uh, we've got some of those things uh, in front of us that we are engaged with. Um, I think there's some of those that people are involved in, with. You know, there's a lot of coaching now that uh, it didn't used to exist about uh, living living a better life, uh, helping others, that type of thing. And this is outside uh, the you know, the various churches that that take up these tasks. Um, I think that um, they're called in some circles thought providers. I believe they now believe in in a good deal in in mindfulness which is uh, um, a lot of meditation Uh, and but the but the bottom line on it is to is to improve uh, the quality of life and to help others find that yeah i'm glad to see your books are 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 saying that you've got a, a number of of revisions which i thought was interesting um, and you, I believe you said the other day you you do have uh, another launch coming up uh, for for your fourth book, I believe. It'll be my fifth book, and it's on um, making meaning by philosophy. And it's important work to me because you know I taught philosophy for forty years, and so I'm trying to orient all that toward making meaning. And I've revised that book about 10 times just to make it as simple and clear as I can. You know, it should be published this week. And it'll be on That's Amazon great. Soon. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah, my so, life's work is in writing forever. <laughs> so I, I concentrated hard on it. Yeah, but I also have another book called Tips for Making Meaning. And that book contains 1,300 tips to make your um, life more meaningful, yours and other people's. 
And I got all these tips just by writing them down as they occur to me. On index cards, I carry my shirt pocket with a pen. And as these ideas occurred to me, I would write them down. And I ended up with 1,300 of them. And then I have a shortened version. Oh, actually, two. Two shortened versions of Making Meaning, which is the first full development of the idea of making meaning. I realize people don't read much. They're not going to read over 200 pages. Most people don't have the time. They're stressed out by their jobs and keeping up with technology <laughs> and escaping from it with through <laughs> escaping through technology. But uh, people don't read much. Phones yes, I agree. Yeah, their phones don't count because that's mostly shopping or some some very light. Like that, so I shortened the books. Sorry, I shortened the uh, Making Meaning book, which is a full treatment of the idea of making meaning. I shortened them into 55-page books with with images and big print, you know, making it right. easier and simpler for people to read about making meaning. Right. Bob, did you say that if people wanted to find you, they would go to uh, Amazon and uh, look for your books? And buy, you probably the best way to do it would be to look for Bob's name. But to make sure you spell it correctly, it's uh, Lichtenbert, L-I-T-C-H. L-I-C-H. L-I-C-H. Mm -hmm. T E N Ten Bert Litch Ten Bert. I got I got a bad T in there. Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there you can find Bob, and you can find his uh, his books, which uh, uh, I think are really uh, it's you know, one here I'm looking at. It's, it's it says making meaning. Welcome to a more fulfilling and joyful life. You know, it's uh, that's a book that everybody ought to have. But I've enjoyed your being with me today, Bob. It's uh, kind of a treat that we can discuss uh, these kinds of things. Um, oh, certainly. And, uh, yeah, Thank you again, is. John, for your interest in what matters. Instead of being interested in things like most people are, you're just interested in buying things, acquiring things. And that it. brings a little meaning to be sure. But it doesn't last long, and soon they're out trying to buy something else, bigger and better. And it gets very frustrating and aggravating after a while well, as a life. I know. And many well, people are caught, to... in, caught into it. I call it materialism, mm -hmm. which is very materialistic these days. Well, it's Bob, a... I, need, I need to say goodbye and to our, our listeners. And... Uh... To, thanks for tuning in, my my pad, podcast audience, and uh, uh, thanks again, Bob, and uh, you listeners as well, um, tuning in to Searching for Integrity. Uh, so long, and happy trails. Thank you, all. John. I really enjoyed it very much.
Me too, Bob. Okay. Bye. Talk later. Bye.